Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. <sighs> Did you want to say anything else about Tom Cruise? Did you want to hear one of them? Yes. So, uh, so these deep fake videos are getting a lot of attention right now. It's trending on Twitter. The Times has put out an article um, about what deep fakes are and why they're bad. So, I'm just going to tell you, I don't fully understand deep fakes yet. All I know is that they can really make it convincing that it you are someone. So I don't know if they took the deep face, excuse me, deep fake technology off. Would this person who was doing these impressions of Tom Cruise still look like him a little bit, a lot of it, not at all? But here he is. Um, it's a pretty good impression. You can follow uh, this account on TikTok, just launched a week ago, called at deep tom cruise and here he is doing um one of them i'm gonna show you some magic it's the real thing <laughs> i mean uh it's all the real thing his face <laughs> is really convincing the voice alone is 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 good but his face and the mannerisms that this guy does, it's a really great impression. But again, I don't know. Does the guy look like him at all in real life? Or is That's that part of the deep ask. fake? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, I think it's part of the deep fake. I wow. think it's that technology that makes whoever is doing the impression look like him. That's means, scary because people yeah. can spread lies about you. Yes, here's video of Donna Valentine. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, hey guys. Oh, yeah, okay. Thick him up, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, right. Anyway, um, yeah. Find out more about that. That seems like it's right up your alley. Yeah, it is. We'll get we'll get to it tomorrow. Okay, after you do your homework. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Speaking of homework, I committed. I started to watch Alan versus uh, Pharaoh, which is about Woody Allen and Mia Farrow's relationship over the years which eventually led to a court case in which Woody Allen had to defend himself against child um, sexual abuse allegations Mm -hmm. with one of his daughters and it's they're they're doing a really really great job telling the story from Mia Farrow's point of view that's a fair way of saying it yes I have to say it is extremely believable, everything that they are presenting. Um, the, the case that they're presenting, I feel like if this was the 
the whole case that was presented in court, there's no way that a jury would not have believed Mia Farrow or all the witnesses or the child, Hmm. um, Dylan Farrow is her name, who's a grown woman now, but Mm -hmm. she still sticks to her story. And Steve, I really, I really think if you watch, it's about an hour long. Yeah. This episode, it comes out every Sunday on HBO Max. There's just a whole bunch of things that all start to add up to make sense. Like, if you go back and look at his films, okay, like, take the film Manhattan. Okay. It's about a 42-year-old man dating a 17-year-old. And it is said to be inspired by his alleged relationship with this model named Christina Engelhart. Well, they interview her. She's a part of the documentary. And she says they met when she was 16. She and Woody didn't start dating until she was 17. And their relation continu- uh, relationship continued until she was about 23. It is, uh, it's so clear that she was the muse for this movie. Hmm. Well, then Princeton University, a representative from there, has drafts of Woody Allen's archived screenplays that he gave to them. And a lot of them are, you know, just drafts that maybe movies did not get made and things like that. But many of those uh, films are about teenage girls and an older man. (laughs) So then you you get to uh, Mia encouraging Woody Allen to spend one on one time with Soon Yi, one of their older kids. Sure. um, Because she was more withdrawn than the other kids. And then you get to hear about their backstories you know, what, how they were adopted, at what age they were adopted, what their personalities are like, the trauma that they may have experienced before they were adopted. And what they do is they intersperse um, audio clips of Woody Allen's um, autobiography from last year. And so they take him, you know, the audio portion of the book, saying, um, as we chatted at the game... I found myself enjoying her company more than I should have. Hmm. So you take all of these bits and pieces and, and, and witnesses and nannies and, and Dylan's own stories and video footage that Mia Farrow took when Dylan first starts telling her story to Mia, telling her what happened. And Mia thought, well, I'm just going to take out the video camera anytime she starts Talking about this, Woody Allen's side of the story is that Mia Farrow coached her. Hmm. And you don't really see any evidence of that. So if you're interested in this story, again, there are two episodes out right now on HBO Max. It's called Allen versus Farrow. And it is just, to me, it's, it's really captivating because you want to get to the bottom of it. Sure. You want to know the truth. Mm-hmm. And... It's really, really well done storytelling. Yeah, I, think. I I was on the outside looking in with the story and watched episode one, and it was, it is very, it is very well done. And you make a good point that it is from the the perspective of Mia Farrow, and so you need to take that into account. Yeah. But there are some objectively really weird things that happen there. Most yeah. notably, he's married to his ex's adopted daughter. Yes. Let's all just agree over a cup of coffee that that's weird. Correct. 
Um, I really, really would love for you to just check it out and just tell me your opinion because we should FaceTime each other when we watch it. I love it. I can't. What time? I just remembered. I can't because I don't have have internet. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, also speaking of movies, the full trailer, I guess is out for the operation varsity blues. So we heard a little snippet and then we were, we were commenting on the acting and the voice acting, all of that. So operation varsity blues about the college admission scandals coming out on Netflix, March 17th. Happy St. Patty's day, everybody. Mm. And with that, we now have a full length trailer. I'll have us listen to about the first minute and 10 seconds of it. And this, uh, in the movie, they are using, doing reenactments of actual FBI wiretapped, phone tapped calls. These are real conversations that happen. And it goes from an acting portion into typical documentary style where a person is talking at camera, real life player. You know what I mean? Yep. Got it. With that, uh, here is the trailer for Operation Varsity Blues. All of our friends are only talking about one thing, and it's this story. An FBI investigation called Operation Varsity Blues. Georgia Tech, USC, UCLA. And Rick Singer. The mastermind behind the entire operation. Is there any risk that this thing blows up in my face? Hey, Rick. Hey there. Is this a good time? Yeah, yeah, it's good for me. Rick, I had a question for you. It's just you and me. Is that kosher? Absolutely. I just wanted you to walk me through the whole thing again and how it works. We help the wealthiest families in the U.S. get their kids into school. So I've done 761 what I would call side doors. The front door means getting in on your own. So I've created this kind of side door in because my families want a guarantee. There aren't many federal cases where you have 50 people indicted for a crime. It truly is amazing what people will say on the phone when they don't know the feds are listening. If somebody were to catch this, what happens? The only way someone can catch it is if you guys tell someone. It seems like it would be hard to miss. There was a five foot five men's Pretty basketball darn good. player. So that's a, that's, that's a teaser of the full length trailer that is out. Now for Operation Varsity Blues. Yeah, I, I'm going to watch this. I like that more of these documentaries have been doing some acting, you know, yeah. some acted scenes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To supplement the, uh, the story. Missing information. Yes, exactly. Yeah, they did that in Social Dilemma, too, and I, and I like that, that style. When does so this th- come out? March 17th. Oh, on Netflix. Right. Oh, man, I gotta wait till March 17th. I hate that. It's like, don't tease it until it's like three days before. <laughs> no. They were doing this all over the news yesterday um, with the Oprah interview. Everybody oh, was no. playing the teaser clip from the... Uh, we should probably find that, actually. Um, everybody was playing it yesterday, and I'm like, where? I'm scrambling. I'm like, is this on tonight? What's the deal? And it's not on till Sunday. Not till Sunday, yeah. So, you just, right. Look, two weeks you gotta wait. And a day. Okay, thank you. Oh, and then tax season. Ugh. I thought you said then taxis. I thought, what's her problem with taxis? And how often is she getting into a taxi? Tax season. Yes, it is, Donna. That'd be good. Grant, don't forget, file your taxes, okay? Right. I don't want to visit you in, in tax prison someday. I'm almost done already. We're good. We should be good. good. Oh, good. Yeah. I didn't start. I. This is the one thing that I always procrastinate on. Oh, sure. I'm like, ah. It just feels like a 
a chore you don't want to do. Like, yeah, it is like it's, cleaning out a junk drawer, you know, yeah, <laughs> you just shut the drawer and forget about it until yeah. you have to open it again. And you're like, oh, my God, time is ticking. I only have like a week. I better do this. <sighs> I know it's a whole thing. We got when go. we come back. We have, a, uh, we have a study on tap. What is the number one thing that you like to hear from your boss? You're if your not boss fired. sent you a note or called you right now and said <laughs> one thing, what would you want it to be? What did you say? You're not fired. <laughs> Thanks, <That's> Steve. <laughs> Set the bar low, everyone. Yeah. More of that grade A humor coming up next when we get into a study <laughs> on Donna and Steve. <laughs> hey, Donna. Hey, what, Steve? I would like to talk with you about my underwear now. <sighs> All right, fine. You have to say no eye contact. No, no, no. (laughs) Of course. Okay, I'm looking in the other direction. Here's the deal the Chill Boys underwear that I'm wearing now, the boxer briefs that are made of bamboo, panda approved, are so stinking comfortable. And I know that you have some too. And go ahead, preach about it. Okay, so here's the deal I'm wearing the bamboo boxers. Yes. And they're cool. I mean, Mm -hmm. like physically, temperature wise, they're cool. Isn't it wild? You notice it. When you put it on your leg, you feel the coolness of the fabric, which is crazy to me. Without a doubt. They're also really soft. They're breathable. I know for you, they've got anti chafing, Mm. which is a great thing. Women Uh love them too. You might not give them back to your guy if you buy them for him. That's the truth for women. They can just be like comfy around the house shorts or jammy shorts. And dudes, I'm telling you, I am telling you, you will try them on once. They will be the most comfortable pair of boxers or boxer briefs that you've ever put on. If you want more information, you want to order, you can easily go to chillboys.com. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Yeah! Hey, welcome back. Sorry. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. That's right, everybody. Buckle your bleeping chin strap, because we're about to get academic. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Hi, everyone. Hey, Steve. Steve Patterson checking in here. What's the number one thing you want to hear from your boss? What's the number one thing you want to hear from your boss? Good job. The number one thing, according to a new study of 2,000 employees, the number one thing is simple, and it's thank you. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like that's a little watered down now, don't you? Yeah, I do, indeed. Thank you, guys. Hey, thanks, everybody, for your hard work. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah. The others... Did, did they mean a personal thank you or a public general thank you? I think that this would be a personal group thank yous aren't great. I agree. I mean, they're good. They're they're good. They are they are good, but they're not as good as a yes that, thank you. Yeah, got it. You know, let's think of it this way though. If your boss emails. Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's cool, right? Imagine this, so you're walking down the hall pre-COVID and your boss uh, grabs you on the arm and says, Hey, hang on one second. Thank you so much for what you've been doing. It's really, really meaningful. It's had a big impact here. So thank you. you I want to make sure you know that. That is very nice, actually. And I have to say that our management here, they're so great when it comes to that. Here she goes. Someone must be coming up on a contract. Go ahead, Donna. Well, that is true, but that's not the reason for me saying this. Um, no, but like our boss did that very recently. And she was really because whenever she says, hey, come in my office for a minute. I'm like, I, that. I always go, you're going to yell at me. She's like, you're so annoying. And I'm like, just, uh, I don't want you to yell at me. She's like, when have I ever yelled at you? (laughs) (laughs) And she said something nice. And I thought, well, that, that, that's lovely. But bosses, That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. That's really great. We need to outlaw bosses saying, hey, can you swing by after the show? Right. It's like someone leaving you a message saying, I need to talk to you. Call me back. No, be specific. Say, can you swing by? I, something great I want to share with you. Or you want to offer you some encouragement after the show. Or something that isn't the boss power play of, can you swing by? Yeah. They like to do that, though. They like to intimidate you a little bit. It's a power play. All right, the number two thing on the list, things you want to hear from your boss. I appreciate you doing that. A little more specific than a thank you. Sure. I appreciate you doing that. Um, That was helpful. Was number three on the list. Your time is valuable. Came in at number four. Or you went above and beyond on this, came in at number five. Now, they had a few more. They rounded out a top ten. Mine, of all the ones, and what would jump out to me, I I suppose, most, would be a few more that made the list. How are you doing? That's good. They're checking in with you. Well done. Another verbal word of affirmation. They're seeing what you're doing. That's exactly what we'd hope you'd do. Came in at number nine. Number ten on the list, I think, maybe resonates with me the most. Imagine if your boss came up to you, Don, and said, hey, I know how busy you are. So... They started with that. Yeah, I don't think they would say that to me. <laughs> yeah, they would say that to you. They might say it to woman. you. Yes, uh, yes. But very you know, blessed. Very that's, blessed. That's the internal battle that people have is trying to convince the other people that they work with. If you don't think you're getting the benefit of the doubt from the people that you work with, you feel like you're internally the small you is saying, "Hey, justify your time." Let them know what you've been doing. Let them, they should know how busy sure, you are. Because that's true. when we are all working, um, <laughs> when we're working, then we assume if the other person is out of sight, that they're not putting in the time that you are. They're not putting in the effort that you are. And that's when you're not giving someone the benefit of the doubt. So if you try to are trying to do an assessment, do I treat my coworkers with grace? Do I give them the benefit of the doubt? How do you think about them when they're not in your sight? Do you think, are they working as hard as me or not? Because if you hmm. start dreaming up this other thing of, I bet you they're not working as hard. I bet you they're not up right now. I bet you they're uh, whatever. That's the small comparison thing. Whereas if you just instead, much lighter way of living, going back to the Taylor Swift thing, assume the best in other people and say, you know what? I bet all of our work is different and I know everybody's doing their part. Great. That's lovely, Steve, on paper. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Real real talk, alley lady. No, I was just going to say that the, it. I think that's what everyone aspires to be, but sometimes frustration gets the best of you. 
Yes, if a frustration, I think that's good. I think the goal would be to, because that's just real, but that that would be the exception to the rule. So the exception to the rule should be, you know what? And I wasn't giving that person I the benefit of the doubt there, and that was probably wrong. Whereas if the exception to the rule is, okay, fine, I'm gonna not have my own little internal thing of how, how hard I think each person is working here and who is contributing the most and in what way. You know, it's that's a little makes it a little different, especially. Um, you know, the more that we have all now worked apart from each other. Think, think there are workplaces where coworkers have literally have not seen each other in a year. And then you're going through this. Am I the only one who's still up writing back on yeah. all these emails? Yeah. You know, interesting. The comparison trap. What a B word. It sucks. Right. Stop trying to keep up with Joneses. Our Facebook question is a confession today. What's your annoying, uh, annoying habit of your significant other? Call now. You'll probably get in trouble. 651-641-1071. I have audio of my wife's. It happened late last night. You'll hear it next. You know, these days, it can feel like we're stuck in our houses and looking for a safe escape. Well, good news. The Y is open and safer than ever. They have a helpful tool on their site that tells you how busy each location is, and they do extensive cleaning throughout the day. Plus, you can take virtual Y fitness classes wherever you like. And you can earn a free month if you join by March 18th. Go to ymcanorth.org. Oh, my friends, my friends. This is going to be good. This will be, uh, people will be able to, I don't know, Sort of cleanse, you know? Sometimes yeah. you just say it out loud and then it becomes a little less annoying, right? Sure. Yeah, maybe. Uh, what is your significant other's annoying habit? I caught mine uh, on, uh, I recorded it last night. I got audio of it. And so my wife has done this, goodness, since we started dating. And the first time that I heard this, I was really taken aback. What is happening? I'll let you hear it, and then I'll explain what she says is happening. She's either blowing her nose or drilling something into the wall. Okay, neither is correct. We'll hear it one more time. <laughs> Guys, for for nearly 20 years, uh, I have enjoyed that sound from my otherwise lovely smoking hot wife. Oh, my God. Um, so what she is doing there is, I would say, totally unnecessary because every other human being exists without doing this. But here's what she's doing. She is sticking her uh, index fingers into her ears. And then kind of like like wiggles them back and forth a little bit. Like if you were trying to get like an itch deep in your ear. And then with her throat, I can't even make this sound. <laughs> she tells me <laughs> that she is, that essentially scratches like a, either a deep inner ear thing and a little bit of the throat. Now, Donna, if you're having deja vu, I brought this up <clears throat> a few years ago. I don't think I had audio of it. And I had listeners who emailed and said, no, 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 I, I get it. I do that. You do this? That's not necessary. It's very strange. Everybody's got their little ticks. You know? That's a created problem. 
she would hit me if she heard me say that. But there's no way. How are the rest of us getting... What do you think? The rest of us just have really itchy, deeper inner ears that we just can't quite figure out how to scratch yet? Mm. I think that's weird. It's <laughs> yeah. it's strange. The noise is thing. alarming. She knows I'm playing this, by the way. <laughs> okay, the good. noise is very unsettling. Yeah. Like, does she do that in front of other people? Only family. Like but your when, family? My family. And so when we broke <laughs> the stream on that, or broke the seal on that a few, I don't know, probably a decade ago now, they also, a room full, talk about a focus group full of people who were in uh, utter amazement at what they were hearing. Like, mm. <sighs> anyway. I, I don't want to hear that ever again. Please. I'll hear it tonight. <laughs> is it every night? It's not every night, but it's it is it is frequent to the point of it's a drip in the house where someone would come over and say, "Oh my gosh, you know that that's leaking," and I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, I forgot it's been leaking for eleven years." <laughs> I don't know how often it happens because I am truly desensitized. The only reason I don't know, like a bolt of lightning last night, I go into the bathroom, she had just stirred, and then she started doing that. It's like 11 o'clock at night. Oh, no. And then she, by the way, right after I said, here, we do that again? And I recorded <laughs> it. And then right after that, she just quietly walked right back to bed. Like, I don't know what your plan is with this. But then I did. I told her this morning. So She's she's not alone. My roommate would do the same thing. He would really? Take, take his, but not the exact same. He would take his ear little lobe, shake it, and then go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he would itch his eardrum. <laughs> And I would come what around the corner. I'm like, what are you doing, man? He looked He's like he was punching himself in the face. <laughs> that is really bizarre. Yeah. That is so funny. So. All right, we do have callers on the line, Steve. Okay. Uh, shall we go to Julie? Hi, Julie. What's your uh, confession? Annoying habit of your significant other. Hi, Julie. Ju- Hello. Hi, you're on. What's what's uh, your honey's? Uh, Annoying well, habit. it's not. It is not about my significant other. It's just about everybody. Okay. When they come over and use my bathroom, I want after they use the bathroom, you open the door first, then you wash your hands. You don't wash your hands and then open the door. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Everybody does that. That's bizarre. Yeah, I don't. I always open the door and then I wash my hands. So I don't get germs and stuff all over my doorknob. Oh, so I'm my. always washing my doorknob. I got one kid trained, my twenty-some-year-old, <laughs> but the other one won't do it. He just he, he just won't do it, so he drives me nuts. So they're opening the door before they're done in the bathroom, is what you're saying? When when you're done going potty, yep, you wash you, your hands. Then you open the door Mm-mm. and then you wash your hands. No, no other way no, around. Other, other way, way around. around. Yeah. No, Julie. No. Wait, are- Julie. Do you wait a second? Does Julie not know that she's wrong? Julie, just to be clear, do you think that yes. the order that we are supposed to do it is go to the bathroom, then open the door, then With wash our, our hands? hands? Yeah. Yeah. So, why? What's your What's your okay? Ju- Julie. What's your thought? On- why do you think that is the correct way to do it? Because when you when you walk into your when you walk into the bathroom. And you shut the door. I, I don't even use the doorknob. I just shut it. I don't even use the doorknob. And then after that, I go potty. I open the door, and then I wash my hands. It, otherwise, you have 
toilet germs all over your doorknob. No, 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 no. you got no, no, it wrong, Julie. Julie, it's you, the other way around. No. You're you're putting fecal matter on your doorknob. Be- you wash your hands so they're clean before you touch the doorknob, Julie. Yes, so that other people, when they come in, don't have to just kick it closed like you are. It's a clean doorknob because people are touching it with clean hands. The problem, Julie, I hate to say it, starts and ends with you. <laughs> Sorry, Julie, it's oh, supposed to be a Julie. safe place, but oh. you just you walked into the fire. Every now and again when someone is that wrong... We have to tell yeah. them. And, Julie, you'll be a better person as a result. Try our method tonight and see if you don't enjoy it. <laughs> I will try, but I will have my bacterial rights right there. Okay. <laughs> okay. All, right. All right. Bye. Bye, Julie. Thank you for the call. Okay. Uh, phone lines are uh, packed. So. They're probably upset with Julie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, let's Julie, go to another line. Julie Who do we have? just got it backwards. Uh, we have Kelsey on the line. Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Hi. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Please don't be like Julie and get something totally wrong, I'm, okay? I'm just floored that Julie's that's so wrong. <laughs> I know. I know. That's crazy. Um, anyway, my, my husband, uh, as you are supposed to do, brushes his tongue after he brushes his teeth, right. you know, to clean your tongue. Sure. But he does it so far back in his mouth that he, like, will gag and then hack mm. so loudly that, like, my baby will wake up. <laughs> Oh Our baby will wake up because it's mm-hmm. so startlingly loud every time. <laughs> so, don't brush so far back, and then you don't gag. And he's like, but i got to get the back of my tongue. Mm, not no. that far back, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe you could try it without choking yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that would be great. Would We're be. on your side, Kelsey. Yeah. All right. Thank, Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you for the call. Who's next? Uh, how about we go to Lori? Hi, Lori. Welcome to the Don and Steve Confessional. Uh, what is an annoying habit of your significant other? Hi, Lori. Did you say Lori? Yes. Yeah. Hi, Lori. Oh, hi. Actually, it's the same as Chelsea. My it's husband the gagging. His tongue and, yes, and it's just like, oh, my gosh, 20 years, and it still kind of bothers me, but uh was out of town, and so, of course, this morning when I heard him, I was like, oh, gosh, I did not miss that at all. Uh, <laughs> I wonder what that's all about. Yeah, that is sort of a weird thing. Like, I yeah. go far back, but I never, like, choke myself. Here's what I think well, happens. I think they see a little something back there, Lori, and then they yeah. think, oh, I should try to get that, too, when in reality, <laughs> that's in the back of the plane, the fr- first-class cabin in the front of your tongue, and the people you talk to, they'll never know. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it's like his eyes are bulging out, you know? It's yes. like, come on. <laughs> yeah, he comes out, his eyes are bloodshot, a little watery. It's like, that was aggressive in there. Yeah. Oh, thank you for thanks sharing. For, thanks, thanks for your Lori. time. I love your show. Uh, we love you, Julie. Thanks for sorry, it's Lori. Lori. I'm sorry. I keep thinking you about don't Julie. Even know her name I keep thinking about Julie. Fine. Julie called in and just really messed with my brain waves. Stephanie, I have literally pulled over the car and I am stopped on the side of the road. A thing between my husband and me. I have two separate things of toothpaste for each of us. If he uses my toothpaste or my chapstick, I lose my mind. <gasps> really? That's why I have two separate ones, and everybody he has talked to says that I'm anal retentive and all this stuff, and I, I just I cannot handle somebody else using my chapstick or my toothpaste. Am I, am I the only one? No, um, I get the chapstick. Some people just don't like sharing you know the same coffee cup or you know 
Coke can. But what's with the toothpaste? I <laughs> I honestly, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess it's the same thing. You know, you're putting, you're touching. The, the, oh, the, the toothbrush. The, yes. Right. Okay. With the toothpaste. Right. I see. Got it. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. Tell him to keep his filthy paws off your stuff. Okay, that makes sense. Right, so I make sure that he's got his own tube of toothpaste before before the other one runs out. I never thought of that. Okay, good to know. Thank you for calling, Stephanie. (laughs) Thank you. And and thanks for the reminder that I have to pick up toothpaste today. Yeah, that's a good reminder. We have three tubes out on our thing right now. I hate toothpaste. Toothpaste sucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like messy. Co- Colgate, like, it sucks. Oh, now you're calling out brands. Sorry. It just, <laughs> Whoa. why is it always, it turns into, like, cement at the tip. And it's like, why are you congealing on on the tip? What are you doing? We're talking about toothpaste, if you're just now <laughs> tuning in. By the way, Melissa Peterman, uh, our dear friend. Hi, Melissa. Texted and said, I'm with Lou on this. It what? does itch the back of your throat. Also, when you marry that out of your league, Steve, you should just zip it. <laughs> he does have a point. Just to be clear, one more time, here's the, how this all started. Uh, when I heard my wife doing this last night, which made me think, what's the most annoying habit your significant other has? Guys, <laughs> <laughs> Nat Geo. Tell right Melissa there. to text you back the most annoying thing that her uh Yeah, Melissa, does. we'd like to hear. You could tell on him. Yeah. We he won't. We won't know. say your He's name, Melissa Peterman. Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> no, nobody will know who it is. It'll be fine. <laughs> totally. Uh, Grant. <laughs> yes. Fess up. Uh, I would say the fact it's it's not. It, this is going to sound really bad, but um, look at him. He's already. I'm trying to figure out how to not say this. Um, say it. My dog. My her obsess. Her. She's so obsessed with our dogs that it stresses her out to the point where if she doesn't do enough for them, it ruins her day. And I sometimes have to say, hey, they are dogs. They have the best life of most dogs. And yes. so th- it's, it, I, I guess that's not a really good one, but it just drives me nuts because she just. That's good. If that's she doesn't good. get her dog fix in, her day's ruined. And I'm like, you know, they're pets. I, I'm kind of the same way, though. I'm like, my dog w- threw my garbage all over my house yesterday because he didn't go to the park for two days. You know what I mean? And, and, there's I, and that. I was dealing with a personal issue and I wasn't paying attention to him. And he's just like. How dare you? You know, I, I, was, I watched Canine Intervention, Donna, upon <gasps> your suggestion. Yes. And I watched an episode of it, and he said, and this is good for all of us dog owners to remember, because this mom was dressing them in boots and sweaters and all of this humanizing stuff. He kept saying that you have, you're humanizing the dog. And he said, if you treat the dog like a human, the dog will treat you like a dog. Mm, interesting. If you treat your pet like a human, they'll treat you like a dog. It was something like that. All right. That's it's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And we do have a follow up on one of our callers and the annoying things that her family Tell me does. It's Julie. Tell it's, me it's, it's Julie. It's Julie, she, Steve. It is Julie. Yes. Did she realize? No. Well, we realized Darla came to defend Julie, and I think I see where Darla and Julie are standing. So she referenced that it's more of a for everybody's situation bathroom, not just maybe your home. So let's just say you don't always, we don't know that everybody always washes their hands when they leave the restroom. So what she's saying is that she opens the door before she washes her hands when her hands are already contaminated and dirty from her bathroom experience, washes her hands, and then walks out clean and free of anybody else's germs. But she's not. She's touching the dirty doorknob with clean hands now. 
No, Unless because she, she opens the, the door. Or if, it, if you, I think she's meaning in like a house, you know, where the doors don't, like we're not, this is at work, you know, where our doors automatically shut. But in a home, you can open a door and leave it open. So if you're visiting a friend's house, not, you know, how often do you clean your doorknobs, you guys? You're now a part well, of the poop patrol. You're putting tons of crap onto the doorknob. You are part of the problem. Let me be clear for anyone, because clearly I am Grant just became a Julie sympathist. Hey, I'm just, I when see she it. is, Julie is saying, touch your stuff. Clean up whatever, and then touch the doorknob, then wash your hands, and leave that dirty, disgusting doorknob for whoever you is just next. Because now you dirtied the door. I agree, you but you don't know how many other people... So, but let's say but you, you're just adding to the other people's dirty doors. But let's say you leave it, and you the door's shut, and you don't have the paper towel next to you. You go wash your hands, and let's say, you know, so-and-so schmo before me didn't wash his hands. So now I'm going to, with my clean hands, then go open the door and touch a door <laughs> handle that is contaminated. No, but you're making the assumption that the door is contaminated instead of making the assumption that everybody's washing their hands before touching it. We were talking about giving people the benefit of the doubt. That's true. Right. right. Like you're assuming the door is filthy to begin with. Hey, these are Darla's words. I'm just defending Darla here and Julie. So, no. All right. By the way. Yeah. (laughs) uh, That that comes out of our confession. What is uh, an annoying habit? of your significant other. So Melissa Peterman did agree. (laughs) Uh, Actress Melissa Peterman, who just got off set yesterday on Young Sheldon. So glad to hear that they're in production. Um, And she, of course, is always doing 25 words or less with her buddy, Meredith Vieira. (laughs) She said, for you and Donna, of her husband, John, he stirs his iced coffee and leaves spoons all over the counter in tiny pools of coffee. (laughs) Caps lock, we have white counters. And this yes. she signs off from a girl who leaves the cupboard doors open. Oh, I know someone like that. That is so weird. It's, well, that's it makes Melissa. you think there was a ghost in the house. You're like, why are all the cupboards open? Melissa was once talking to Elizabeth. It's one of the things that really stands out to me that she has said. She would leave the cupboard doors open in the kitchen, and it really bugs her husband. But to which she said, it's not like they're manhole covers. <laughs> just close them. You want to close, just flick the wrist and they're closed. Oh, my God. Yeah, that could be annoying. Just little pools of coffee everywhere. Here's what... um, Oh, by the way, my wife, I wish I knew the name of the product, but we have white quartz countertops. And she put some sort of a... Almost think like... Sealant? Yes. I'm thinking like, what's the word I'm thinking? Uh, You know, you know. uh, But for fabric and furniture. uh, Oh, like the stuff that protects it. It's like Scotchgard. uh, Scotchgard. I've never used it. I'm afraid of it. I don't know what it does. And I I don't I don't get it. I just used Scotchgard the other day on a couple of rugs. And I think it's sort of the Scotchgard equivalent of that. Um, Melissa, I'll send you the product information so that you can spray it on. Oh, or you like yeah. like you spray it on and then you like rub it on. Sort of yeah, and it would be like a sealant like that for scares me. I don't like that. I don't like doing that to tile. I don't like doing mm. that to my countertops. I don't like if you were to do that to your couch, wouldn't you be afraid like it's it would stain? We've scotch guarded the couch. You're supposed to spot test it and then uh and then once you realize that the spot test is okay, then you can just go Hog wild. I don't trust that. that. Mm-mm, don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. I'm not going to do it to my right. shoes. I got a not flat earther to... over here. I'm just going to move on. I'm not going to do it to my purse. I'm not going to do it to my jacket. You could do it to your shoes, Donna. Mm. What are you doing? Why are you being so resistant? I, it scares me. I don't get it. I want a is professional it, to do it. Is it the chemicals? It's. I'm afraid it's going to stain or make it crunchy. <laughs> and nobody wants to sit on a crunchy couch. You ain't lying, girlfriend. <laughs> hey, uh, did you hear what Reese's is doing? They announced an all peanut butter Reese's peanut butter cup. 
So if you like the peanut butter inside of the chocolate casing in a Reese's peanut butter cup, you're going to love this. It is a peanut butter shell with peanut butter filling. It's like eating a scoop of peanut butter, but molded into the shape of the Reese's peanut butter Why cup. Why am I going to do that? I'm just going to eat peanut butter out of the jar then. <laughs> what do I need peanut butter and peanut butter for? The well, whole idea of a Reese's peanut butter cup is the fact that it has chocolate and there's the savory and the sweet. I think the uh, consistency is a little different. If you just dipped a spoon in to Jif today and licked it, that's fine, but probably not the same f- overall flavor profile of a Reese's peanut butter Because it's going to be gritty and that candy-like. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry I blew up, guys. It's okay. Here's what I was thinking, Donna. Instead of a peanut butter case with peanut butter inside, what if they made a peanut butter case with chocolate inside? I am not opposed to that. I just wondered if maybe that's an a, another option that they could have done. By the way, we taste tested a bunch of um, bad Oreos on the show the other day. <laughs> they have multiple flavors now of Oreos. Do you know? Well, you know why they do that? Because yeah. every time they put out a new flavor, then the original Oreo sales go up. Mm-hmm. It's a oh, thing. You, it's like a, it so you know what it is. It all started with the Halloween orange ones. That was the first. Oh, Grant, what a journey! Scam. Damn. All right, we got Scam. Go. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next, you guys. Scam. Listen anyway. Scam. We'll see you back here tomorrow at, uh, I don't know, 9-ish? You want to come back? Sure, All right, have a great day.